Welcome to the Nifty Podcast, presented by Partyfish Media, a showcase of the best emerging filmmakers under the age of 25 from all around the world. Film starts here at Nifty 2019 from Seattle, Washington. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Robert Spiewak. I am a senior programmer for the experimental films at Nifty 2019. And uh, we are here on this episode to talk about one of uh, one of my favorite films I got to program this year. Uh, it's called Leaves by um, director Pedro Tamames, and uh, I've got him here on the phone. It's ahead of the festival. Uh, Pedro, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your film. Hi, Robert. Uh, well, thank you very much for having me. It's an honor to be part of uh, Nifty. And uh, yeah, the film is almost a year old now, Leaves. It's a very intimate film about a girl in a room which is covered in leaves. You never really know why. But the girl spends her day uh, like listening, eavesdropping on her neighbors, who are like a relationship which is crumbling. And we kind of follow this girl's obsession over these neighbors whose relationship is crumbling and how she reacts to that and how that personally affects her. And at the same time, we're in this strange landscape full of like which is a room full of leaves and that also changes the girl's um reaction changes so it's basically like a very small intimate journey of a very small scene of this girl and her neighbors and how that affects her yeah um and so that's yeah so obviously the film's titled leaves there's a t- there's so many leaves um and uh <laughs> one of the things that there's just with that, uh, in with the film, there's so much of this striking, like it all takes place essentially within her room. And we can see through um, the, the peephole every now, every now and then when she looks. Um, and so my first question is a very important question. And it is, whose room did you have to fill with all those leaves? <laughs> that actually was very lucky. It was the actress room. She really liked the project when I first approached her. And I was like, hey, by the way, do you know where we could film this? And she was like, she's my room. <laughs> so, yeah, she, we finished her room, yeah. <laughs> which made everything more personal, which was very nice, very appropriate for the film. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So, so like, did, I'm curious about just, um, and we'll get into kind of the deeper the layers of it um, after I wrap my head around the logistics of you know, of all the leaves. Um, And so I'm curious with the set, with set dressing in general and working with that, did you have her move her things out or was that her actual bed? Like I'm, I'm just a little, Um, well, we did use her bed, but we moved most of the things out. Like she didn't do it. The production designer, me and the rest of the crew did it. Uh Um, so yeah, she was like very open to allowing us to move her things around as long as we let them like back in place, we found them. So yeah, it was basically like us taking away everything from the room, then rearranging the bed and then filling everything with leaves we had previously gathered on the streets of New York. Oh my goodness. That's, that is, um, very fortuitous that you had someone so willing to, uh, just just litter their room full of those leaves. Um, that was one of. I mean, uh, it's such an effective and like tactile uh, effect that those bring. You know, the 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 overall mess of it and her emotions. It, it parallels so well. Well, you hear this relationship next door kind of um, going through its uh, its issues that they're that the couple is dealing with. Um, 
and and so with that, I guess I guess a natural transition is just that I want to talk about the the lead actress because uh, we we witness the whole story uh, play out through her the emotions on her face, and so I'm curious if. Um, did, did you have to do auditions and go through a full casting process or did you just already know the actress? Like how did she become involved in the project? Well, I never usually do auditions. Oh. I'm, I was like a backup actor. So I, I'm like very intuitive and I have this thing that I, I usually can't write a story as like, unless I have, I know somebody who can play it. Mm-hmm. So I actually, I, I had like this idea of like things with leaves in general, but then I met her like randomly in, uh, university event of like finding casting agents and i saw her like for three seconds we like sat next to each other exchanged a few words and i looked at her i was like wow she like really could have something to tell so i asked her for her number and then like a couple of days later the whole script came to me and i wrote it and then i contacted her about it and she was like i like it i'm down wow so, yeah I, I could like i saw her and i could see like the like the frames of the film with her face in them like yeah, i really saw the images with when yeah. i saw her that kind of like just came together after meeting after seeing her for the first time. Wow, wow, that's that's awesome. Um, so yeah. uh, I, I guess jumping off of that, like you, you mentioned the frames of the film. So this is a um, I guess now a non traditional um, aspect ratio. Is it, it's in mm-hmm. four three, correct? Or is it, it it's it's even is it even taller than that? It's one one, yeah. So it's a complete square. One, yeah. Oh wow. And so what was I guess what was the um, the inspiration behind that, like, I'm curious where that decision got made to to make it a perfect square. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of uh, reasons for that. Like, some of them are purely aesthetic because I think it's a beautiful aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. And I, when I saw her, I really could see her face, like, looking very well in like a square aspect ratio. <laughs> um, also, like, I've I never I've never worked in that, so I wanted to I really wanted to experiment because I always do things way wider. So I wanted to see how that turned out. And the big reference was also Xavier Dolan's Mummy, the film by Xavier Dolan. It's a, a film I really like. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think like it wasn't just because of the aesthetic reasons, but I really think that such an aspect ratio really enforces the intimacy of the piece and like everything set in a room, and it really forces you to be with her and be with her angst instead of like uh, taking your attention away with the rest of the room or like whatever is going on on the frame. So like it has like an aesthetic reason to it, but also like I think a conceptual reason because they really like it really enhances the actress and the intimacy of the whole thing by bringing it to a scenario space. Yeah, yeah, I think that I think that you you're you're onto something. How I, it is, it almost um, at times feels really claustrophobic, the way mm-hmm. that she's framed, and obviously she's you know surrounded by clutter and. And, and stuck in a and stuck in a room as far as we know. So I think that I think that's really really effective. And um, kudos kudos on um, you know just kind of you know sometimes that inspiration just kind of strikes and you run with it and it works out. Um, and mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. So another question I had and I noticed this as I was rewatching it um, after the first time I I saw it um, is that you kind of um, there's a lot that echoes the the audio that we're hearing of the the couple like there there are scenes where they are getting along there's scenes where they're not getting along and um, something that I notice is uh, you know kind of every piece of the film composition so there's the I, I'm thinking particularly of the lighting 
um, and like the the cinematography um, helps to reflect that. So I, I'm curious why there was, I guess, what the full thought process was in getting every piece to collaborate, including the actress's emotions, because each time she mirrors the relationship too. Um, and, and so I guess getting everyone on the same page, the question I'm asking is, what was the pre-production process like, just getting everyone on the same page with following the emotional arc of the film? Uh, well, first I was like very open to everyone about what I wanted to convey the film, where the film was coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a very good relationship with the director of photography, and she really was amazing. And uh, most of the film is her, like her talent combined with the actress talent. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know the production designer or the AD beforehand, but we really had a great relationship there. And now we always work together. And I don't know. I just had the chance of finding like an amazing group of people that really were very talented and really wanted to go full on, on this project, even though like most of them didn't know me from before. Mm-hmm. Same with the actors. Like she was like I was with her the most open. Like it was a very beautiful scene, a beautiful moment getting to know to each other because it's such a personal piece and we were both going through like personal moments that mirrored what happens in leaves and we were like both very open to each other about it. So it was very wow. intense emotionally, but also like very easy because we were like all ready to open ourselves up to the project. And then everybody connected surprisingly well, like the DP with the production designer, the production designer with the AD. So and we all like basically agreed on everything as we went through the process. And I don't know. I think I think everybody did like job amazingly well, and it was surprisingly smooth. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, I don't know. Everybody just like understood it, fell on the same page, and it was one of those rare moments that like you barely have to make an effort to make people to understand each other. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, to jump to jump off of that, uh, something I'm curious about is so the lead actress has no lines, um, mm-hmm. and so I'm curious uh, how directing that. What was your process in, you know, get uh, you, you mentioned that you two were kind of the most connected on the same page in terms of you know matching that emotional arc, and so. What was directing her through reacting to everything she needed to react to like? Like, what did you do rehearsals? Like, I'm just curious what that whole experience was. We talked a lot about what I wanted to say, how she connected to that. We talked not only about the project itself, but about our lives, like our previous relationships, how we viewed love and sex and like the difference between what's you expect your relationship to be and how it can end up being. Mm-hmm. So we were sort of, we were both were very open on that. And then rehearsing was um, uh, well, we I it was a lot of like exercises of like her being like reflecting on being alone and like getting that mindset and maybe I think we had done like some dialogue things where like I would well, we would be acting on dialogue so we. I could get her the emotion we wanted to achieve and then I would be like, okay, so that's like the vibe we want and now you do that without actually just like with your body. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she also like pulled out from like her personal emotions at the moment, which was um, kind of tough, I think, for her, but I, I think also very, like, not purifying, but you know, like it helped her get through those things. I think I think it helps every one of us to like deal with our own traumas in that sense. Sure. So she was, she was like, she was like very. She could connect to those emotions very easily because she was going through a similar moment herself. Sure, it was almost, it was almost therapeutic. Would you say? 
Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, I mean, I love I love when, uh, you know, a creative process can kind of help, uh, you know, remedy what like it can be more than just an expression of a feeling that you're going through. It can also be kind of a, um, a, 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 a healing process, too. I think that that's really mm-hmm. that's really powerful. Um, and and I, and I think that um, it's interesting then that this film I, I I mean, for me, I read it as being fairly ambiguous as to where we're left off at the end. Like, obviously, we see. I don't. I, I don't. Hopefully, everyone you've read, you've seen this before. You you're listening to this, but um, we see the the I, I forget his name, but we see the man in the relationship on the other side of the wall storm out of the house, and mm-hmm. and that's kind of where we're left. And so I'm I'm curious then why the choice to leave it to leave it fairly ambiguous and i mean and and most of the film is ambiguous itself anyways because mm-hmm. we're we're seeing a situation completely through someone else's eyes but uh well, the idea is more than than she's seeing another relationship through her eyes and she's actually like reflecting on her own past relationship hmm. so she's actually seeing her previous lover and herself um walking out the dorm out the door so it's more like her seeing those past moments rather than her like actually seeing other people's like actually like another person's uh relationship so like at first it seems like that but then i i i like for me it turns out that she's actually watching herself although uh-huh. it's very open to interpretation so like if you see something else it's perfectly fine yeah uh my idea again is that like she sees this whole like her, like she kind of sees her home her whole relationship from like beginning to end and through all the happy moments all the way to the sad ending mm-hmm. and that moment of like seeing and reliving each single moment she can let go and she lets go when she gets that phone call and like her she somebody says i'm sorry that's supposed to be like her ex-boyfriend or lover or whatever yeah. trying to reach out to her and like her finally accepting him to reach out to her but also like her in peace with the whole thing and her in peace with the breakup and everything, and that's when the leaves are finally gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I totally, I totally she see that. that she's, she's like still alone in her room, but she's like kind of like, like the big part of the storm has already passed. But the emo- the emotional was- baggage is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so. That's that's enlightening. That's that that really that my, now my now my intellectual clutter is gone. Um, <laughs> to hear you say that. Uh, and so, yeah, so something that I was reading from it was, um, and this was, you, you know, I, I think we all kind of search for connections when we're watching things like this sometimes. Um, but uh, I, I almost read it as like the, the main actress was was the woman in the relationship. It was almost like, like the person mm-hmm. inside her head, you know, l- watching her deal with all the issues and and choosing how to react you know she withdraws into herself mm-hmm. and and at the end because it's it's so parallel you almost think that you know they they have mm-hmm. some relationship or are each other or something and so um i i think that the way that you've you paired the 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 conflict with the emotional reaction of the lead really i think it really comes across mm-hmm. as matching but also as being as as being open to the viewer's interpretation, and so I think that yeah, that was something absolutely. that I really got from it, and I think that that's that's really well done. Um, yeah, I had like a bunch of 
viewers that said like I didn't understand anything, but I really felt something and it felt yeah. good to watch and I tried things, which I think is perfectly valid. Other people are like I'm going through the same thing right now, or like other people really get it mm-hmm. uh, the way I I thought it. But like I think it's like I think that film for me has a meaning and a idea and a message. But I think the point of it is more like to feel to make somebody else like to make the viewer feel emotion and feel those things rather than to make them understand yeah the the so i think like as long as you get something out from it it's perfectly valid whatever that be yeah yeah i think i think you're i I agree with you absolutely the next the next question i have is about it's a little bit more about um you as a as a writer and a filmmaker so um this was something you produced in college is that what i heard right yeah it is Okay, um, and so what was, uh, you mentioned that a lot of crew members you hadn't worked with before, and so I'm curious um, how you've kind of, um, like what the support system was like and, how, and what lessons you've learned from, uh, from, from just that being a, kind of a regular thing of coming into a project and you know, half the people you, you're maybe close with half the people you haven't worked with before. Like, what was that process like you know, working on a project like this one that is is pretty heady, is pretty, you know, it's experimental, it's trying new things? I mean, that, that always happens, I guess, the idea of, like, having to work with people you don't know. And mm-hmm. up until that break, my projects have always been, like, very personal. So it's always, like, an, a th- there's always, like, this thing, like, ooh, who am I bringing here? Like, because it's, like, such a personal thing that you don't really... Like, at first, it's always, like, kind of worrying to bring anybody there because they might like not get that or like I don't know it's, it's like a very vulnerable space to be in sometimes um, but at the same time it was like such a small and I think very sincere project and like I really everybody that came to like like the main people behind the project was like the actress the DP the AD and the production designer and me mm-hmm. so it was very easy to work with all of them and we crew it up very well and there were still people who were just like friends or like other film students that came to help one day or two and it was like very nice they were like very nice I was very grateful for them to come so it was like it wasn't sure. Um, most of these people that came just to help one day or two didn't know what the ship was about. So it was funny to see their reaction. Like, why is this room full of leads? What is the actors <laughs> doing? But they all were like, they were like, once they were there, they were very engaged in the project. And we, yeah. I tried, I tried to like treat everybody very respectfully and have like a very good environment. So that was very, I think that was very nice. And, and we all had a very good time working there. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, that's that's great. I think that if if you can win people over with, uh, you know, the first time they step on set, sometimes that goes a long way um, in terms of you yeah. know, carrying through the whole project. Um, mm-hmm. And so this um, this goes back to something that you mentioned earlier. So you may this was a this is about a year. Um, it's been completed for about a year. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Almost, yeah. It was like filmed halfway through November and finished by December. Okay. Uh, and yeah. so my question with that then is you as the writer-director, has uh, has your interpretation of it evolved over the year of showing it to people and hearing reactions to it? Like, I'm curious how your understanding of the piece maybe has changed since you finished it. I don't think it has really. Also, mm-hmm. I had this thing particular piece that like I finished it and it was for class and then like I started doing a lot of more projects so I didn't really uh, go back to it that much I wanted to but I never really had the time sure. and then I finally went back to it like after like over the summer and then I went to this festival and then I kind of went back to it more um I did, did I did do like I did do more editings like changed it a bit so it worked better oh okay um, but I don't think my, my understanding of it necessarily changed um 
my my view and my consideration of it did as like time passed and I grew as a director and like I saw things with perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it, like I, I I haven't got to that point yet where I don't like it. <laughs> to be oh, honest, sure. like I still think. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. I'm proud of what it meant at the moment. At the same time, it was like very special yeah. at the moment. But once that moment and that emotion was gone, the film kind of lost its magic to me. I guess it was like to me, it was more the magic of like telling the story and doing the process of the film. And once it was done, it was beautiful to show it in class. Everybody, it was like a very beautiful screening. I, I remember, like everybody really liked it, and and were very impressed. And I, I felt yeah. like very open by showing it. But after that, it just like kind of, I don't know, like I. I I kind of went over it as the girl does in the film, really. Yeah, you kind of <laughs> closed you closed that book, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, and so uh, I'm I'm also uh, just kind of want to know more about you as a filmmaker. So, what brought you <laughs> to? Um, I assume you went to school in the with the intention of going into film. So I'm curious, like, what kind of hooked you and what kind of set you mm-hmm. on this path of filmmaking. Actually, I first went to school, to an art school. I went to RISD for my first year, the Rhode Island School of Design. Mm-hmm. And there I learned a lot about, like, because I wanted to do film, but I wanted to also keep doing illustration and drawing, which I love those things. Oh, sure. But there we had, like, this foundation year for drawing, and it was amazing, but I realized that the f- that I really, really wanted to go into film. That's when I changed yeah. to New York Academy. Sorry, to New York University to teach. And the thing about, like, the thing I love about film and that differs it from the rest of the arts, I think, is first, the combination of all the arts that are inside a film, and second, the the amplitude of the film, like how many people you can reach with film. Sure. Because uh, as much as I love like, painting and drawing, I think they're like kind of stagnant arts in the sense that they're, they're like meant for museums mostly and that kind of stuff. And after being in art school, I realized that that's, if you want to like share your view of the world and how you see things, the best way of doing that is through film because like as much as I love painting, it doesn't have the same reach. So it's a combination between like it being the artistic medium I really love the most, which is definitely important. And mm-hmm. also I think it's a very good way of reaching to a lot of people, a lot of communities, and also the the teamwork it has behind the film. I mean, you, the, the teamwork behind a film I think is beautiful and like the current experience is amazing. So I guess I saw it as a more like a way of doing both art and community and reaching out to a larger audience. And I think that's that's beautiful. And also, like, I, I really love the merging of images and music. I think that's something that really connects with the things I want to share. Yeah, yeah. That's. A, I mean, I think that's a, especially the way technology and everything is evolving, um, you know, mm. that it, it is it's almost the getting a video out into the world is, is almost, is almost way easier than, you know, a traditional, like a illustration or, or a painting or something that isn't, that isn't moving necessarily. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really, that's really interesting. And so, yeah. So what is, um, I mean, this is, this is now a year gone, but I guess what, uh, expectations might you have for audiences that still have yet to see it? I guess, what kind of reactions, what kind of takeaways do you hope people get mm. from it? I really don't know. I I hope they feel something. I hope... <laughs> I, I really, like, ideally, I got this reaction from a uh, student this year that I showed, uh, I showed a film in class and the student said that, like, he was going through a very similar process and that, he, like, he really connected with the film and I think it was good for him to watch the film, you know? Like, like I'm not sure if it was good for him. It felt as if he like 
really appreciated what it was for and could connect through with that because of his moment and maybe it helped him with this moment with that moment I guess like my ideal reaction would be like somebody that is like, wow, I connect with this film and this film actually helps me deal with my own problems. That would be beautiful and amazing. Yeah. I don't know how often that's going to happen. Um, as long as people like enjoy it, have like are left with something and feel something and are like are left thinking for a few moments and a few days and, and like the atmosphere and the metaphor of the film, I, I think that's perfectly valid and great. Um, I don't care if people understand it or not. Like, if somebody likes it but doesn't understand it, that's also perfectly fine. Yeah. What if What if somebody doesn't like it and also doesn't understand it? Well, that's the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I, I think more it. people will connect it than not. Uh, will connect with it than not. It's like always a risk, and I think it's perfectly normal if people don't like it or don't get it. Uh, so, like this kind of film, maybe needs you to already know about this kind of filmmaking in order to appreciate it, you know, like, so sure. it's really normal if somebody doesn't like it. Um, and I won't blame them. Um, I don't like a lot of films on my own. So there you go. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So what's, uh, what are you working on now that people can look forward to? I'm curious what projects you have, uh, in the works. Ooh, a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm currently doing, well, this is actually right now confidential, but since it's going to be released a year from now, I can definitely put it down. I'm finishing, I just submitted a couple of days ago, a short film I did for the Empire State Building, mm-hmm. which will come out soon. They had like this short film contest. They wanted a student to make a film for them, and I won the contest through storyboarding. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that's coming out soon. Um, other than that, I am currently finishing editing a film I did over the summer. It was... My cinematographer had to do her, her thesis film for New York Film Academy, and she wanted me to direct and write that. So we're finishing that right now. Uh, that was a very fun piece to do. Like after doing Leaves, I wanted to do like something way more fun and relaxing, and like personally sure. involved in it, but like not so emotionally and 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 psychologically draining. So we did like a very yeah, beautiful yeah. Fun piece, and we're finishing that. I will definitely submit it to Nifty if I'm allowed to submit again. That will. Not be in the experimental category, but I'm very proud of that one. Yeah. And I'm currently working on another film with also Leaves, completely different film, but also with Leaves <laughs> for <laughs> years um, film class, which is more like a surreal kind of stop motion with live action mix, um, which we're shooting in a month from now. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I'm trying to get my first feature done over the summer. Oh, nice. Uh, Does it have leaves in it, too? No, 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 no more leaves. <laughs> you got, you're doing the second one, and then it's all going to be out of your system. Well, this one has grapefruits instead of leaves. A bunch of grapefruits. <laughs> well, it's a little bit easier to manage, hopefully. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, great. So um, you've got so much in the pipeline. Where can people follow you to pay attention to your work? If you've got like a website mm-hmm. or social media, where, where can people go? I'm working on my website, but it's not out yet. Uh, when it is out, it will be posted in my Instagram, which is uh, my name with a dot in between, pedro.tamames, okay. or also Peter Punk, <laughs> but Peter was spelled with an I, P-I-T-E-R, and then Punk, P-A-N-K, and it's, okay. a picture of you. it's a doodle of a picture. And I will be posting all my work as a director and as an actor there, and okay. all my advancements. So yeah, if anybody wants to know more about my work, definitely follow that if you are that interested. <laughs> if not, it's fine. 
Cool. I think hopefully, oh, fingers crossed. You'll you'll get some follows after this. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but yes, well, thank you so much for submitting the film. I really dug it. I hope everybody that goes to Nifty squeezes into the screening to see it. And thank you for taking the time to chat a little bit. It was great to hear more about you and your, and your film and what you've got coming up. We're really excited. And we look forward to seeing the next, the next thing you can submit to Nifty. Thank you very much, Robert. I will definitely submit in the future. And I hope the film goes well, too. Let me know what, uh, what audiences feel like when they watch it. Yeah, yeah, it will do for sure. And thank you for listening. For more information on Nifty 2019, the talented youth, and more emerging filmmakers, check out nifty.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter at NFFTY or on Instagram at Nifty Film. And for more podcasts from Partyfish Media, follow us on social media at Partyfish Media. Party Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliott Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.